How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Ah, yes. How we doing? Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. I'm your host, Dr. Rob, and I'm here again today with another exciting topic. The topic is, who has the power in a relationship? What do you say? Okay, well, I say hands down, it is the woman, not the man, but the woman. Okay, now you might ask, how do I know that? And why do I even say that? Well, the woman has the most powerful weapon here on earth. She has weapons or the weapon of male destruction which is her vagina. Now you tell me what man would not fight to defend the vagina of his woman. I'm waiting. That's right, crickets. That's all I'm going to hear on that question is some crickets. Now, the sad thing about this question of who has the power in a relationship is that women, for the most part, do not even realize that they have the power. And this is true for many reasons. And I I will just touch on a few. First, little girls are raised to believe that it is the purpose of a man to lead, protect, and provide for the woman. And then there's the cultural perspective, whereby many cultures are dominated with a patriarchal perspective or point of view. And women are nurtured to take a back seat to the man in in many of these cultures. Then there are some women who simply want a man to lead and take charge of their lives. Now, if that's what you want, I'm not mad at you. However, and unfortunately, there are so many men walking around feeling insecure, 
jealous, and less than adequate for many reasons, which usually stems from unresolved issues developed in their childhoods. These men are unfortunately incapable of leading and taking charge of the lives of their women. And if they do, they go ahead and mess it up by cheating with intimate partner violence and so many other issues due to their feelings of insecurity, jealousy, and a false sense of bravado. Now I'm going to share a, a an important piece of history with you while I'm on this subject because not only do women give away their power to men, but also once upon a time, men took the woman's power. Check this out. I have an important historical fact. In 1848, there was an anti-slavery conference held in London and some high society white women who attended this anti-slavery conference were relegated to sit in the balcony. And of course, they were very disturbed by the placement of of their seating in the balcony. And of course, who relegated these women to the balcony? None other but the men in charge of the conference. And ironically, the fact that these women were relegated to sit in the balcony at an anti-slavery conference in which they attended to advocate for policies that would lead to a better quality of life for slaves, it was at that time they themselves found out that they too did not have rights that they thought they had. And strangely enough, that situation was the match that ignited the fight for women's rights. Just a tad bit of history to share with you. Now, how can a man or men take charge of the life of a woman when he has not mastered the art of overcoming the issues that contribute to his feelings of, of feeling less than a man? Now, before I continue, let me just say, I am a man, and I am not male bashing. What I'm doing is just pointing out the fact that there are so many men who are walking around feeling less than adequate. And then we have women who give their power to men who are lacking in the skills and the self-assuredness to handle that power effectively. So think about this. 
I am a man, and I have had many experiences in the companies of men as friends, on sports teams, at work, with family, with white men, black men, Hispanic men, educated men, non-college educated men. And what I have found is that the game is still the same. Only the players have changed. In other words, men from all walks of life are plagued with emotional deficits. And that leads to feelings of inadequacy. And the same is true for women. But right now, we are talking about the man. So think about this with regard to the power question. When we as men meet a female and we go on our first, second, third, and if we're lucky, we may get a fourth date. And as men, we work hard to impress. And all the woman has to do is sit there, talk, eat, look good, while the men are spending money on the food, buying drinks, struggling to brag and boast about what they do and what they did. And then, of course, we as men, we dress to impress. Now, you tell me who has the power. Now, for the women, I just want to establish a, a very important point here that it is during those first few dates that you, as the woman, and the power that you have can and should assert your power by letting the man know that you are not attracted to jealous and insecure men. That is just not sexy. And most of all, you, you establish and you can establish that you will not tolerate a man that puts his hands on you in a non-loving way. That's right. You can set the tone for the relationship right up front. And for men, you can do the same thing because there are some women that will lay hands on on a man in a non-loving manner. And, and they will also, every now and then, file a, a fake police report as well. I've had that experience, so I can speak on that firsthand. And so... It is a good idea for both men and women to establish some relationship ground rules in connection with intimate partner violence right up front, especially for women who usually fall victim to this or to intimate partner violence more frequently than men. Now, that is not my opinion. That is a fact that is based on the stats. And so to continue on, 
I want to give you some examples of the power that women have over men. However, before I do that, I'm going to step aside and let a promo in. And when we come back on the other side of the break, I will share some more examples of how women have the power over men. Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show. Okay, welcome back. So as I was saying, I wanted to share with you some additional examples that indicate how women have the power over men. You know, there was a saying when I was coming up that half the men who are dead are on boot hill because of a woman. And then, as the saying goes, that the other half of men are incarcerated, both black and white, because of a woman. Now, just for the record, Boot Hill is what what the cemeteries were called in the old cowboy movies that I grew up watching. You know, movies that uh, featured Clint Eastwood, Robert Redford, and Henry Fonda, the cowboy movies. So the cowboys were laid to rest on Boot Hill. Just another piece of history. So another example of the power of women. And this is a funny one. I had a female friend. I mean, she was just a friend, but she was very shapely with a big butt and a smile. And we were hanging out. I remember one day we were hanging out when I lived in New York city. And for some reason we were trying to run across a busy two way street in New York, or should I say two-way traffic, the street that had two-way traffic. And so in talking about trying to get across the street, I thought we were going to run across the street together when we saw that there was a, an opening for us to do that. Because, you know, in New York, you don't, you don't walk to the corner to cross the street. You cross the street wherever you feel like it, in the middle of the block, the end of the block, and things like that. And so 
I thought it was time for us to cross the street together. We were going to make a mad dash to cross the street. But she was scared. So I ran across the street without her. And the cars went around me. They came at me. But they never really stopped. I had to make my way across the street. So then my friend, when she decided to cross the street, she started to run, but the traffic stopped in both directions. I I mean, this is a fact. The traffic, the cars stopped in both directions and allowed her to cross the street. Now that is power. Let me give you another example of the power of the woman. Let an attractive woman at work or at the gym or at school, let that attractive woman flirt with a man, even slightly flirt with a man, and we lose our ever-loving mind thinking that we may have a shot to get at that particular young lady. We hold doors. We pull out chairs. We let the women go first. We beg when we need to. Baby, please. And as James Brown said, as James Brown said in his famous song, It's a Man's World, but it would be nothing without a woman. Now let me give you a prime example of the power of a woman. Barack Obama was the president of the United States, but Michelle Obama had the power. You see and saw how she carries herself. It seems to me that she was not raised to rely on the man and give away her power. But instead, her power combined with his power allowed both of them to fulfill their purpose in life and be happy with each other in their marriage. And likewise, I have two daughters and one son. My wife and I are raising our children to know and understand their power from within and to help them understand that they do not need a man or woman to take charge or control their lives. Now, I know there may be some brothers and or sisters who may disagree with me, but that is not a concern because you are, you are entitled to your opinion, and I do not argue over people's opinion. Please understand, the power lies right there in your vaginal canal, and it gives you the leverage to direct your paths in your relationships. 
So do not be abusive with it. Be a better person with it. Heck, be Michelle Obama with it. And you know that if you have the power and your man has the purpose, then you may find everlasting love together. So there you have it. Women, you have the power. Stop giving it away to people who do not have purpose and who do not know what to do with it because they will mess it all up. And so with that said, I'm going to take a moment to laugh. On this podcast, we like to recognize the the importance of taking a few minutes to laugh every day. Think about something funny. Do something funny and take a minute to laugh with us. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, that, that was funny. And so understand that this is not something we talk about every day you know, the the power of a woman in the relationship or even who has the power. Because for the most part, we don't look at relationships, uh, I, I believe, you know, as a power struggle. But the the truth of the matter is that it is a power scenario because men tend to, want to lead and women tend to want men to lead. I mean, that's how we're raised. That seems to be a part of, you know, the American culture. So I just wanted to say that it may seem like the woman or women having the power does not make sense because we are not accustomed to talking about women having the power. But the truth of the matter is that the power is in that thing we call the poo-tang. And it is real. And so, ladies, learn about your power from within. Improve your self-esteem so you can better understand what to do with the power you have. Thanks again, my friend, for tuning in to Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. And do know that you can subscribe to my podcast anywhere you you listen to your podcast. Station B.O.B. is on Apple, Spotify, and Pandora. Until we meet again, remember, love is an action, not a word, and it's not supposed to hurt. Talk to you later. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg 
at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org, to learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.